Greetings from Austin, Texas, and welcome to Leadership Subject Matters, podcasts with leadership subjects that matter. Hi, I'm Terry Kaler, your leadership coach and host of the show. This is episode number 12, and today's topic is self-promotion. Promoting ourselves in the workplace is one of the most awkward and uncomfortable things we have to do in our professional journey. Many of the people I coach struggle with this, and they come to me asking for advice and guidance. In this podcast, I will provide you with a process you can follow and some tools that will help you gather your thoughts and prepare for those very important events. I will also help you with a plan on how to proactively promote yourself in the workplace. As a reminder, you can find the written version of this podcast on my website at tkaylor.com. There, you will also find some additional material on other leadership and personal development topics. You can subscribe to this show on all the popular podcasting directories. To get a complete list of where to listen, just visit my website and choose subscribe to podcasts from the menu bar. Let's get started. One of my customers, we'll call her Janet to protect the innocent, came to me asking for help. She said, I hate talking about myself, and I'm always lost for words, especially with senior executives. Janet is not alone in how she feels. Many of the clients I work with either don't like talking about themselves, don't know how to promote themselves effectively, or feel like they're wasting the executive's time. As a result, they don't forge critical relationships needed for advancement. Now, we all know there's a right way and a wrong way to promote yourself. Most of us have witnessed the wrong way to promote ourselves. We don't need to manage up or suck up to the boss to get ahead. What we need is a better plan. In this podcast, I will detail some steps you can take to create that plan and how to successfully build those relationships. People ask me, why is it important to promote myself and won't my results speak for themselves? The answer is up to a point. After a certain grade level, promoting yourself becomes paramount to your long-term career success. If you think of yourself as a product and the company as your customer, then promoting yourself is your marketing plan. The purpose of marketing a product is to highlight the product's benefits, to distinguish it from the competition, and to help create value in the eyes of the customer. Successfully promoting yourself achieves the same result. It creates the narrative for your brand, provides you the recognition for past accomplishments, allows you to communicate your career ambitions, and it sets you up for consideration for future roles and opportunities. There are two types of actions that will promote your brand, routine and proactive. Routine actions are those that happen routinely during the course of executing your job, participating in meetings, leading projects, presenting to executives, attending company events. All those things are great opportunities to promote yourself. These impressions are important, but insufficient for promotions. In addition to that, you need to take proactive actions. Proactive actions allow you to select the audience and the message. In the world of marketing, this is called target marketing. Target marketing allows you to concentrate your efforts and message on the audience that matters. So, step number one, 
preparing for these proactive actions. A proactive approach is one that creates a link between you and the individuals who might have influence over your future. These individuals are typically executives that reside somewhere along your career path. Preparation is paramount to effectively promote yourself. This preparation requires a strategic approach, careful thinking, and careful decision-making. The following are six actions that will help you prepare for those proactive self-promotions. Number one, describe your brand. Everyone should have a brand strategy. If you don't have one, see my article on personal product management if you need some help doing so. You should define what you want your brand to be and you should enlist the people you work with to identify what your brand is. I recommend you create a list of words that best describe what you want your brand to be. When you create your list of words, you should consider putting them into a word cloud. Place that word cloud somewhere that's visible, perhaps as your wallpaper on your phone or computer. This will keep the message front and center, and it will serve as a reminder to you to tailor your actions to those words daily. Number two, define your audience. Make a list of the people you think play a decision-making or advocacy role for your future career opportunities. Consider including your manager's peers, your skip-level manager, and peers at that level. In some cases, you may need to go up another level, although I would only recommend that with assistance. Once you've identified your audience, it's time to reach out to each person and note their style and interests and create a strategic approach. Each person is different, so avoid a one-size-fits-all approach. Number three, detail your accomplishments. Make a list of all your accomplishments and include the impact they had on the company, its products, its people, its processes, the customer, are they happier, are they more loyal, and on the competition, did you gain market share, are you in the upper right-hand quadrant of leadership? Limit your list to your top 10 hits and list only the things you're most proud of. Once you have your list, weave the list into a storyline. You will use the story during the conversation with your target audience, most likely at the beginning of the process. Number four, identify your aspirations. Like the list of accomplishments, make a list of your career aspirations. Be as specific as possible on the type of role you enjoy, the breadth of responsibility you're seeking, and the reach you would like to have. The more specific you are, the more this will help shape your conversation. This list will serve to plant seeds in the mind of the audience so they'll consider you when they engage in succession planning discussions. Number five, create some questions. It's important to lay out a list of questions you might want to ask the people you meet with. Make a list of 20 or so questions and pick questions from the list based on areas of interest or the topics you plan to discuss. You should include questions about leadership style, development, building effective teams, strategy, career planning. Obtain their point of view on these topics to provide you with insights you might not otherwise learn. Number six, anticipate their questions. 
Expect the unexpected when having a discussion with leaders. They may want to ask your opinion on a particular topic, or they may test you on topics outside of your area of expertise. You may want to chat with your mentor or coach and brainstorm questions that might come up during those discussions. Once you've got all of this material put together, it's time to weave it into a story. Start building stories for your accomplishments and your aspirations. This will help structure the discussion. You may want to create two or three variations and choose which variation applies to a particular individual. And now it's time to practice. A friend with whom I golf reminds me that practice makes permanent. If you go out and practice your golf swing incorrectly, then you will make that swing permanent. If you practice your golf swing with instruction and feedback, then you will likely groove your swing properly. I recommend you spend time role-playing upcoming sessions with your coach, mentor, or colleague. Practice your pitch and get some feedback so you can fine-tune your message and delivery. These sessions are also a good place to practice the unexpected. Instruct your partner to throw curveballs at you so you can improve your quickness. These practice sessions will also reduce your stress and the discomfort that comes along with self-promotion. Remember, these are marketing ads, so you want to get it right. Now, it's time to engage in proactive self-promotion. When it's time to start setting up your meetings, start with the easiest person and work your way up to the most difficult. Starting with someone you're comfortable with will allow you to practice, hone your message, and become more proficient and confident when it counts. Also, remember that self-promotion is a dance that requires tact and finesse. The purpose of the talking points in the storyline is to find connecting points. Think of them as a fishing expedition. We want the leader to ask, hey, tell me more, when we present a compelling talking point. Think about the talking points carefully and make them enticing. It's important to get into an easy cadence and to enable a natural delivery. This will help you deal with the nervousness that accompanies these types of meetings. Practice until you can deliver the message with confidence. Lastly, it's a good idea to end with a request. Ask the leader if they're willing to mentor you, meet again, or if they're open to shadowing opportunities, or perhaps they can recommend someone else you should meet with. Most leaders will be open to these requests. Most of us find it uncomfortable to market ourselves and to promote our brand. However, self-promotion is a requirement to achieve our long-term career goals. Identify your brand message, create a list of accomplishments, identify your career ambitions, come up with some questions in advance and think about how the conversation will unfold. This preparation combined with practice will help prepare you for those discussions. And remember, practice makes permanent. Do you need some help organizing your thoughts? If you're having trouble organizing all of these thoughts, download my free self-promotion worksheet on my website. Just go to tkaylor.com, look for the free downloads off the main menu. You'll see the worksheet listed on the page. I hope this podcast has been useful and that you'll be able to use some of these tips to help promote yourself at work. 
drop me a note and let me know if this was helpful. Now it's time for questions. As a reminder, you can submit questions through my website. Simply go to tkaylor.com and choose Ask Terry from the menu bar. Now let's get to some of those questions. Question number one. Executives are always busy and I feel like I'm intruding. They have so much work to do. Why would they take time to listen to me? First, don't let your apprehension get in the way of future promotions. It is an executive's responsibility to invest in the future talent and most of them are more than willing to take time to talk to you. If you need a nudge, ask your manager for assistance. Tell them to bring it up during their next one-on-one. You might be surprised how willing executives are to meet with you. Question number two, how often should I meet with each executive? Remember you're trying to build a relationship with them so it's not all about one-on-ones. During your first meeting, ask if they would mind meeting on a periodic basis. My recommendation is to ask for monthly meetings and to settle for anything less than quarterly. If you get the sense that they're not interested, then you have two options. One is to scratch that person off the list because they don't appear to be advocates and they're not material enough to worry about. Or two, find a way to win them over through personal connections. Think of them as if you were visiting a customer. In those visits, you would work hard to find and develop a personal connection. This option is especially important if they're material to your long-term success. Question number three. I moved to the U.S. from another country. In my culture, talking to executives is not culturally appropriate. How should I proceed? Country and company culture are important considerations when dealing with self-promotion. In this area, I tend to pay more attention to the culture of the company versus the country's culture. The country's culture is an important consideration for many things. When the company culture is more egalitarian, then you should feel comfortable reaching out to executives to schedule time. It may feel uncomfortable to you, given your cultural norm, but it's allowed and part of the process, so you should go ahead. Remember that you can ask questions by visiting my website at tkaylor.com. Look for the Ask Terry option off the main menu. I'll be happy to answer any questions you ask in an upcoming episode. Thank you for listening to this podcast. You can find others like it and you can subscribe to these podcasts by visiting my website. Choose subscribe to podcasts from the menu. You will see a few options including iTunes, Spotify, Google, and Android. I would also be honored if you could write a review for this episode or the series on your favorite podcast subscriber site. It would help me out a lot and it will provide me the necessary information from which to make adjustments. Once again, thank you and have a great day. You've been listening to Leadership Subject Matters, podcasts with leadership subjects that matter.